Welcome to the Heartbreak to Happiness Show with Sara Davison. If you're struggling with a breakup and you feel shocked, angry, betrayed, devastated, or sad and alone, then this podcast is for you. Best-selling author and award-winning host, Sara Davison, shares how you too can get on with your life to heal, grow, and move from heartbreak to happiness. Here's your host, Sara Davison. Welcome back to the show. And today we're diving into being the best you. Now, I know when you're going through a breakup, you are suffering from all sorts of negative emotions. It's like being strapped onto an emotional roller coaster. You've got the highs, you've got the lows, you've got more lows, then a couple of highs, and then you think you're moving forward. And then whammo, you feel like you've gone right back to day one. Well, the good news is this is totally normal, okay? It is going to be up and down for a while. That is part of the healing process. And what I want to talk to you about today is how you can start to put some small steps down to help you take back some control, to dial down some of those negative emotions and steady that roller coaster. So you're getting back in the driving seat and you start to see some glimmers of hope that there is that light at the end of the tunnel. I know from working with thousands of clients from all over the world that in those initial days, there is no light at the end of the tunnel. And it seems impossible that you're ever going to start feeling good again. But I promise you, and I know this from my own personal experience too, that if you start taking small steps, and I mean tiny steps, not big steps, small steps every day, it will give you the momentum to change the direction, to create some light. Now, I'm a big believer that we all have our own light to shine. And during a tough time in your life, sometimes that light can dim. Sometimes it can dim so much that you can't even see it anymore. It's not shining at all. You know, a bit like those old boilers used to have the gas light in it. You know, we all have that flame, yet sometimes it gets extinguished. And that might have been due to a toxic relationship or your heart being broken. Or maybe you feel bad that your relationship didn't work out, even if it was you that made the decision to leave. And maybe that guilt is following you around like a black cloud. Well, please know that whilst this is normal, we don't need to tolerate it. You don't need to think this is the rest of your life because it isn't. Now is a really great time to start dusting down that light and enabling it to shine again. Okay. The very fact that you're listening to this podcast, the very fact that you are engaging in listening to some personal development material that is going to help you move forward is a huge positive. You, know, you should be really proud of yourself that you're putting yourself into a position where you're feeding your brain with some positive, empowering messages and some really useful tips that are going to help you take your control back and get back in the driving seat of your life. Even though I know it can seem extremely daunting, we're just going to take it one step at a time. And I'm here to hold your hand all the way, okay? So how do you go about dusting that down and shining your light again, okay? Well, let's start 
with something super simple. And let's look at your routine. Because I've studied so many highly successful people and I've had the pleasure to work with some mind-blowing people in my industry at the top of their game, coaches who are truly successful in the self-help personal development industry. And there is one thing that every outstanding coach does, and that is they have a routine for the mornings when they woke up, okay? Now, what is your routine? Because I know from working with people that quite often it's, pressing snooze on the alarm when it goes off. Now, come on, we've all done it from time to time. But what I want for you is to create a routine that kicks your day off to the best start possible, okay? Because I know when you wake up, that's the time when you open your eyes and you may just be sleepy as you open your eyes, but then that tsunami of anxiety and dread and fear hits you. And that might be sadness. It could be any of those horrible negative emotions, but they all seem to hit you as you come around thinking, oh yeah, this is what I'm dealing with today. This is what lies ahead of me. Okay. And then the mood sinks and that's the start of your day. So let's have a think about what you can replace that first thought to, because you can't stop doing something unless we replace it with something else, okay? Because otherwise your brain will just go back to do what it's always known, okay? That's just human nature. Let's have a think about what you can replace that for. So instead of, oh no, something more uplifting, something that's gonna encourage you to feel slightly lighter. So what about something like, what's good about today? Or what am I grateful for today? or even just telling yourself, it's gonna be a good day today. Something that is different. Now this doesn't mean because you're saying it that suddenly magically it all comes true, of course not. But again, it is about dialing down that negativity. It's about taking some control back. And by stating something in a more positive way, it will shift how you're feeling, okay? Because remember, we are programming our brains every second of every day every thought, every action, every behavior. And we can choose how we react to things. Now, obviously people can do things that are upsetting and hurtful. And if you've been betrayed in a relationship or you're hurting from heartbreak, obviously that is something to process and work through. However, there are ways that you can speed up that process. So by shifting your first thought and consciously taking part in that and saying, right, I'm not going to think that. I'm going to replace it with, okay, what's great about today? Just try it. And what I'm asking you to do is to, for 14 days, commit to challenge yourself. Now, I know it's going to be difficult. I know it's not going to be easy, but I also know this is going to have a huge impact on your life, a huge positive impact on your life, because these small steps will have a ripple effect on everything else that you have to do that day. So how you start your day, and this is how top performing coaches do this, top performing business people, truly successful people set themselves up to win first thing in the morning, okay? It all starts from the moment you open your eyes. So let's try it, okay? Let's try that. Let's reset the alarm on something a little bit more gentle, something a little bit more relaxing, and let's train ourselves when we open our eyes even if you get that tsunami wave that kicks in, just, it's okay, 
but just consciously recognize it and then say, what's great about today? Or what am I grateful for in my world right now? Just to refocus your mind away from that negativity onto something positive. And then my top tip is get up out of bed because the longer you stay there ruminating, your brain might go backwards and forwards over some of those negative, more difficult, more challenging issues. So get up and let's get going with the day. So if you start your day with a shower or a bath, brushing your teeth, whatever it is, get that routine up and running, okay? Once you're up, you're active. Again, giving yourself something to focus on doing. Now, I'm a huge believer that exercise will help boost your mood. You know, it really does. Now, whether you're someone who enjoys exercise or not, getting up in the morning and doing something, having a purpose, having some sort of exercise routine, will have a huge positive impact on the rest of your day. Are you struggling to cope with your breakup or divorce? Are you feeling devastated, heartbroken, sad and anxious? If so, please know that you are not alone and there is help available. Sarah Davison, best known as the Divorce Coach, and her team of accredited coaches are here to offer you the support and guidance you need to navigate all areas of your breakup, take back your control and start feeling happy again. Sarah will show you how to dial down those controlling negative emotions, unhook from your ex, get back in the driving seat of your life and design a future you are excited to live. Sarah has a range of solutions to support any breakup, including free guides, one-to-one -one coaching, her Heartbreak to Happiness virtual retreats, live retreats, and you can even train to be a breakup and divorce coach with Sarah too. Visit www.saradavison.com today and start to feel happy again. Now, one of my clients, Janine, she did used to work out a little bit in her early years, but during her marriage and after the breakup, she really let that slip. In fact, she hadn't been near a gym or done any exercise for over three years. And in that time, she started eating more unhealthily. She said she was more tired all the time. She worked long hours and she had to be in the office, but it was her business. So she could control when she worked. And quite often she could work late at night to compensate for not being in so early in the morning. And because she was so sad in the mornings, what she'd done is she was starting to work later into the evening and just stay in bed in the mornings. So obviously I was sharing with her some of my tips about the morning routine that I've just shared with you. And then we came on to exercise and she was like, hmm, yeah, but so I'm too busy. I have to go to work and I just, I'm just too tired to exercise. Now, these are all real reasons that she was giving me and that's how she truly felt. Interestingly though, I want you to be really honest with yourself because this is what this is about, okay? Because you are in charge of your own life, okay? The only person that's responsible for you is you. You know, that's just how life works. So if you don't take responsibility and step up, then nobody else is going to. So we were having a discussion around what she could do for exercise. She was like, well, I love going for walks and I could probably manage a jog. I used to run, maybe couldn't do that anymore, but not at first anyway. So we were talking about going for a walk, possibly going for a bit of a jog after a warm up. And we were talking about when she could do it. 
Now, again, the excuses came up. And I say excuses because quite often our body will try to protect us from moving forward because of fear of failure. So we'll generate lots of excuses for why we can't do things. Well, I'm too tired. Well, I don't have time. You know, one thing I've learned is that some of the most successful people that I've worked with are extremely busy. Time poor, okay? They work all hours. But one thing the truly successful people have in common is that they all make time for looking after their bodies, okay? Whether that's exercise, self-care, meditation, yoga, whatever it is, they make time every day to do something that feeds their body, that looks after their body. And the reason for that is that actually that will make you stronger. You know, you may be feeling tired and it might be because you're not sleeping well, but again, exercise will help generate a deeper sleep. So it's a self-fulfilling prophecy. If you're not eating healthily, if you're not looking after yourself, if you're doing no self-care, no exercise, that you're going to feel lethargic, you're going to feel tired and that you're not gonna feel like you want to go and do some exercise. In fact, it'll be the last thing you feel like doing. In a lot of cases, it was definitely the way for Janine. So again, I asked her to commit for 14 days to start introducing some exercise into her routine. So she did, instead of rushing to the office in the morning after she'd had a lie-in, she was getting up a little bit earlier and then she was going for her walk. And eventually after a few days, she started to jog for about 10, 15 minutes of that exercise routine. Now, what happened was at first, it made her a little bit tired because she was achy, she hadn't used those muscles before, but it generated energy. She started to get that fire back. She started to feel more alive. And after 14 days, she didn't want to stop because she could see the benefits. She could see she, her body was looking better, feeling better. You know, she didn't crave those sugary foods anymore. She wanted more healthy food, which was making it easier for her not to go for the chocolate and the crisps. So actually it was a self-fulfilling prophecy. So have a think about that. If you could push yourself outside of your comfort zone just for the next 14 days, what would you do that would feed your body, that would feed your mind, give you some self-care to help you create the energy, create those healing, healing and nurturing tools for you that will enable you to reap the benefits in other areas of your life. Because if you get to take some time out for you, if it's meditation, if it's yoga, if it's exercise, it will have a massive positive ripple effect on the rest of your life. Now, it does mean challenging yourself. It does mean pushing that comfort zone out just a little bit. But we're talking small steps here. We're talking committing to maybe doing 20 minutes, half an hour walk a day. When you're out, look up, take some deep breaths, listen to the birds, listen to everything that's going on around you to absorb it and be truly present and mindful in that moment of where you are. This is a chance to put all those fears and worries and anxieties away. Now, if you can commit to that for 14 days, I'd be really interested to hear what happens after that. Because most people, once they've committed to this, see the benefit and don't want to give that up. In fact, they see it as a really positive step forward in their healing from the heartbreak. So looking after your routine is really going to make a positive difference. Another client of mine 
was really struggling with eating unhealthily. And it was one of the things that had got worse since her breakup. And she found that she put on a lot of weight. She even said to me, her name's Sally. She even said to me, Sarah, I actually wake up at one o'clock in the morning. So she would go to bed relatively early actually and watch a bit of TV in bed and then fall asleep, but then wake up at one o'clock in the morning. And she said to me, so I wake up at one and I have to go downstairs. I just eat crisps and chocolate. She said, and that's what I do. And it, I don't like myself for it. In fact, I quite hate myself for it, but I do it because I feel like it makes me feel better and I'm hungry. And again, it's interesting, isn't it? As we make excuses for ourselves to enable us to keep doing the behaviors that are actually hurting us in the long run. Now, she was fully aware that she put on weight and she wasn't happy with that. And she didn't like the behavior, but she had no idea how to stop. The thought of just stopping and starting exercising was way too big. Remember in one of my previous episodes, I've talked a lot about making changes in your life. And quite often it feels like you're at the bottom of the mountain, looking up to the top, thinking, oh, I've got to get all the way up there. How on earth am I going to do that? But it's one step at a time. And quite often it's not a straight path. You zigzag your way up. You might do two or three steps forward and half a step back, but that's okay because that's life. And if you're learning and you're banking those lessons, that is great stuff, guys. It's great stuff. And it's moving you forward, which is what we want. And also as you do it, it creates momentum. So if this sounds like you, maybe you're comfort eating and you're eating a lot of unhealthy food, then my suggestion to Sally was this. Listen, let's take it small steps. You don't want to stop eating at that time of night. It's too much. It's too big a step. Okay. Ultimately, obviously, that's where we want to get to with her. But right now, in this present moment, a small step would be to swap out those unhealthy foods for something else that she could eat instead that wasn't as bad for her. Okay. So we discussed it. And one of the things that came up was muesli. Now she liked muesli, um, she also likes yogurt and she likes honey. So we decided that instead of going to eat crisps and chocolate, which was what the only foods that she was eating between one and three, she would make herself a big bowl or two bowls of muesli. And she would eat that. And if she wanted to have some yogurt with it or maybe a little bit of honey with it or agave, something like that, then she could but we were swapping out that extreme behavior for something that was less damaging for her, okay? So one step at a time. Do you see how it's important not to overload yourself with too much pressure, okay? Now, those bowls of muesli then became smaller and then working from there, she wasn't getting up to eat at that time of night. She'd have a bowl of muesli before she went to bed and then she wasn't hungry in the night. So again, it's small steps, but you keep that momentum going, okay? So don't, don't put pressure on yourself to stop something immediately and make a huge U-turn. Now, for some of you, you may feel capable of doing that. You know, everybody is different and deals with breakup in different ways. Some of you may have been doing this for so long, you've got to that point where you're like, right, that's it. I'm getting a personal trainer in and I'm gonna train three times a week and I'm gonna make some massive shifts and enough's enough and it stops now. And I applaud you if you're in that position and able to do that, then please go for it, okay? Blow the doors off, reclaim your life and get back in that driving seat because the feeling you will have as you see the progress and you get to taste that progress 
will light up your light so it shines like a lighthouse okay and I want that for you I want that for all of you and I understand everybody moves in different ways and I would rather you made some steps than no steps okay so I'm definitely not saying go blow the doors off if you're ready for that and you know getting a personal trainer coming to your home again takes away that you know, or oh, shall I go to the gym today? Shall I not? Oh no, I've got a phone call to make. Oh, I won't go. You know, if someone's coming to your house and it's booked in and you pay if you don't show up or they do, if you cancel, then that puts a little bit more pressure on you to do it and deliver. And so setting the game up to win is also important here. But you've got to work at your own pace as long as you're pushing yourself out of your comfort zone. Okay, working at your own pace does not mean not doing anything because you don't feel like it. Now, of course, there's going to be days where you think, actually, I'm going to stay in bed. I'm going to pull the duvet over my head. I'm just going to stay here. And that's okay. You can have duvet days. You know, it's normal when you're grieving the end of a relationship. However, if that duvet day becomes more often, becomes your crutch, if it becomes the only thing you have, or maybe that glass of wine is becoming three glasses of wine, four glasses of wine. If that one packet of crisps is becoming a whole pack of, you know, those big bumper packs of crisps, you know, these are the times where the warning bells are going off. Now, the longer you leave it to adjust your path of direction, the longer it will take to change. Okay. Now, what I would love is that small changes keep steering you one step at a time. Now, if you're making those small steps every day, just imagine in a month where you're going to be. It's a huge leap forward, but you're only taking one small step every day. So it can really change the tra trajectory of where you're going, okay? And it's simple and you can control it. You're in charge, okay? Dialing down some of those negative emotions, taking back your control and knowing that just because you've been through some really tough stuff doesn't mean that the rest of your life has to be defined by it. Yeah, we all have some maybe emotional scars from some of the trauma we've been through. You know, I mean, you don't get to adulthood without that, I guess. You know, and especially at my age, you, you don't. We've been through ups and downs. You've been through all sorts of different experiences with different people. Heartbreak, maybe. Loss, maybe. You know, betrayal. So many different things. Cruelty. But actually, they do not define you for the rest of your life. That adversity, that challenge, those struggles that you go through and overcome, because otherwise you wouldn't be here and you certainly wouldn't be listening to this podcast, you know, that makes you a stronger person and you get to become the person you deserve to be, okay, which then opens up new opportunities, meeting new people, experiencing new things. And that's what I want for you, okay, the opportunity to redesign your life now and start embracing not thinking about the past and thinking what you're missing out on, but looking to the future and thinking, you know what? I've had enough of this. I've had enough of the pain and now I'm going to redesign this. I'm going to take control of my body. I'm going to take control of my health and my well-being and my mental well-being. I'm going to create some new friendships. I'm going to get my energy back to where it needs to be. And I'm going to go on and lead my best life being the best me I possibly can. And that is small steps every day towards that which are fun which are enjoyable and you're learning about yourself you're watching how you adapt how you grow how you change 
you know, for some of you having a coach to support you along that way may be beneficial because you can get that support, you can get that recognition as you move forward, or maybe a really good friend or family member you could share your goals and your ideas with so they can hold you accountable to that too. It's all about the small steps. It's all about pushing out your comfort zone and being brave enough to dare. You know, Brenny Brown talks about daring greatly. And I love that. You know, if you don't, then life will be the same. And if you think about what that means in a year's time, if you've made no changes to what you're doing now. And one of those things with Sally was she said, I'm going to be huge. You know, I'm already a big lady, but if I keep eating like this in the middle of the night, I am going to be so big. It's going to affect my health, will affect where I can go, what I can do. That was a real eye opener. So what about for you? What if you change nothing? What if you carry on on this path without changing? Where will you be in a year, in two years, in five years? How will it impact your friends and your family, your career? You know, it's important to take stock now because if small steps is all it takes to change your trajectory, then let's get started. Let's have enough of that negative emotion, those painful times, and let's do our best to take the control back by stepping up, by daring greatly, by taking your comfort zones and pushing them out, pushing them out. And, you know, one of the best ways to do that is say, I'm just going to commit to this for 14 days. I'm going to give this a go. I'm going to put this morning routine into place. I'm going to put these little exercise things into place. I'm going to commit every day. And then in 14 days, I'm going to review and see what I love about it, to see what the positive impact has been on me, and then to make some better decisions about where I want to go forward from there. So please give it a go. Let's dust down your lights and let's get them shining brightly and get you on that path to reclaiming your life, reclaiming your power and living the life you truly deserve, being the best you can possibly be. Thank you for listening to today's episode and allowing me to help guide you from your heartbreak to your greatest happiness. I look forward to you joining me on our next episode. That's it for today's episode of Heartbreak to Happiness. Don't forget to subscribe and leave a review to win a free ticket to one of Sara's virtual retreats. The retreats are a transformative combination of live webinars with Sara herself, coupled with empowering online video programs designed to help you cope better with your breakup and start feeling happy again. For more details, head on over to heartbreaktohappinesspodcast.com where you can also get a copy of Sara's free gift. Thank you and join us again on the next episode for another dose of Heartbreak to Happiness. Thank you.